listening to The Middle with your host, Holly Azapati and Jordana Levine. In today's app, we chat the original vision board. Yep, the trusty bucket list. What's on ours? What's lost its appeal? And what are we yet to tick off? Jordan guesses the natal chart of a celebrity recently voted on Twitter as the least favourite of famous Chris's. <laughs> so heavy. And we wrap up the app chatting all things compatibility and why we shouldn't judge a suitor by their son. I'm so excited about that last conversation. I feel like we talk about it a little bit, but there's I, there's so much to dive into with it. I'm excited. Yeah, I am. I feel like moon signs are the new sun sign, guys, and you just have to get amongst it. They are. Moon signs are the new sun sign. I honestly think, we'll save this for later, but I do think that people now, it's going to become part of the cultural norm that people actually know their moon sign. Like it's something your parents tell you at birth. I can't wait to have this conversation because I want to dive more in, but I'll save it for the tail end of the podcast. (laughs) Unless we do this whole episode in reverse. We got it all wrong. (laughs) I mean, that's something we would do. Um, But Holly, I feel like um, there's a really, really embarrassing story that I want you to share with everybody that listens to the podcast. I was going to say with the nation, but I feel like we're also international. It's Um, true. We're global. I was so... uh, jaw-droppingly gobsmacked as you recounted this tale to me yeah um and then when you offered to tell it on the podcast I was like is she crazy but it turns out she is and take it away I just feel like I need to break stigmas right here (laughs) on the show (laughs) and that's what this story is gonna do so guys precursor I pride myself on the strength of my bladder it's a strong bladder is it it's. I don't know if you notice when I stay with you, but I don't yeah, pee never that much. Pee. See, I'm the opposite. Like, I'm embarrassed about how weak my bladder is. Yeah, Trent's weak AF. Like, it's a running joke in the family. It's he's got a weak bladder. It's a running tap. It's a, <laughs> it's a tap left bloody running. I can hold. I really have a strong. Oh, can hold. Is it a pelvic floor thing? I don't know. Maybe, but there's something going on with my pelvic floor. Because last week I was going to the wedding of beautiful friends and I'm dressed in my beautiful silk Beckham Bridge dress, ready to go. We hit traffic as we left the house, like five minutes out of the house. And I'd been sculling the water because it was a hot day and I was feeling quite headachey. And I was like, I'll just drink more water. That'll, that'll do it. Not realizing how long we'd be in the car. Ten minutes in, I look at Trent. I'm like, oh, I need to wait. He's like, oh, you'll be right. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be right. I can hold this. I'll wait until we get to the wedding. <laughs> we end up in bumper to bumper traffic coming over the Anzac Bridge. Oh, no. Anyone in knows this, the Anzac Bridge. There's no getting off this bridge if you're in bumper to bumper traffic. I've never had this before, guys, and I was explaining it to Trent, the sensations I was experiencing in my body. And he's like, yeah, that's me all the time. My legs started to go tingly and numb. I was very hot. I needed to vomit. I convinced myself I was going into kidney failure because I just needed to wait. It was the most uncomfortable thing. And usually I have towels in my car and I was like, Trent, pass me a towel. I'm just going to have to pee on it as we drive. And he's like, number one, there's no towels in the car. Number two, Trent told me I was being ridiculous and we'll wait. We're only 20 minutes off at this point. So another five minutes go by and I started to cry. And I was like, I see no way out. (laughs) So Trent pulls into a shoulder lane, like one of those breakdown lanes. On the bridge? Just off. Just off. Oh, my God. Holly, we didn't go into details about where you were. That's very busy there. Very busy. I had my water bottle with me. 
And I just pushed the front seat forward, got out of the car, into the back seat. Trent used his jacket to guard me from the truck drivers. And I peed in the bottle in the back seat of the car. Guys, it was my lowest moment. Holly, I need to know the logistics. Was it a plastic bottle or was it like your bottle no, that you drink out it of? Was, it's, it's, that bottle is now in the bin, but it was the bottle that I drink out of. It was like my metal bottle. But that, I, that has a wide mouth. It has a wide mouth. I was like envisaging a Mount Franklin bottle and I'm like, how did she do that? No, it has a wide mouth, but do you know what I did at first? I, I forgot in my time of need where the we comes from. Yeah. And yeah. you know, like there's a lot going Which on hole, down there. What's going Which on? Hole, yeah. Where do I? So very first, at first I was like, I can't do it. And Trent was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I can't. I'm, I've got stage fright. And he's like, fucking go. We're running late for this wedding. We've got 10 minutes to get there. So then I panicked and look, there was a little bit of splashback, but I had a mat down, like one of the car mats. <laughs> and then just had to tip it out in a drain. I had some tissues. That was fine. Clean myself up and we were on our way. I am honestly like, I'm not disgusted by you at all. I'm in awe because I have been in many, many a busting situation before. So much so that I've been crying actual tears because I'm in so much pain yes. and I've never, ever peed in a bottle in a car. Hence why I want to tell this story to break down the stigma. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> all you need to know is if you get stuck, have a towel in the car, have a drink bottle, have tissues, you're good to go. I've heard stories, like horror stories, of people who've had, like, the runs and have had to just go on the seat as they drive. Like, yeah, that, yeah. that would be cool. But this is the thing. What do we do with our bodily functions? There was literally nothing else I could have done. I don't, I don't – well, I mean, it's sort of like it, – it's a mind game, right? It's like you probably yes. could have held on a little bit longer. Probably. I know. I know. It's like – I, I just, I was weak in that moment. No, you weren't. You were strong because you, you so made much. a decisive decision. A decisive decision? <laughs> Is that what you can do? You made a decision and I, 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 am in, I am in awe because I would just never have done it. And not from a place of like, I'm better than you. A place of like, I just don't think I, I just don't think I could. Yeah, I just it was I it was just my pragmatism came out. I was like, right, this is a situation, and yeah. this is what needs to be done in this moment. And Trenny was fine with it too. Oh no, he was just like appalled. He's yeah, like, yeah, okay, I'm okay. Like, and I was as I was going, I filled the bottle. Trent was like, "What is wrong with you? You and filled I said, the bottle? Yeah." I've never measured how much wee comes out before. It was a lot. But look, it was all water because I had drunk so much water. Like, I cannot express this enough. And I was like, don't you judge me in my weak moment right now, Trent. And then I said, we, we, we do not speak of this. And as soon as we got to the wedding, I was like, hey, guys, guess what I just did. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I was so proud. And now you've told the podcast listeners too. I reckon there's going to be some interesting stories from the listeners as well. Share in the Facebook group. I want to hear. Where you need. <laughs> It's so funny. Well, while you were peeing in a car, I was picking up a new baby kitten. Poppy. Poppy. We she, love her so much. Oh my God, she's actually the best. Holly had the pleasure of hanging out with her last weekend. Yes. And she's just like, she's everything I needed from a cat. My last cat was a B-I-T-C-H. And she was, she showed no love. She 
abandoned me in my time of need. She did. Yeah, and Poppy is the opposite of that. She's just so sweet and gentle and cuddly, but not needy. You know, she's oh. just beautiful. Well, she is a Leo, so it makes sense. Well, it's so funny because she adores looking at herself in the mirror. <laughs> And whenever I'm trying to take a selfie with her and the camera's face towards her, she's obsessed with it. Oh, my God, I love that. (laughs) Oh, animals are 100% their sign as well. Yeah, I think so. It's Mm. so funny. I don't have a time of birth, but I'd love to see. I reckon her rising would be like Libra or something because she does come across as very sweet and calm. But I I feel like there's this like internal. She's got a wild hair. Yeah. Oh, I'd love it. <laughs> so, John, this week when I was writing the intro, I'm like, bucket lists are the original vision board, aren't they? Yeah, I guess so. I I feel, I don't, I mean, yeah, yes. I just feel like a bucket list is kind of one of those things where people just throw things on it and don't really visit it, you know? That's true. It's So the premise of a bucket list is the things that you want to tick off in your life before you Kick the bucket. Kick the bucket. Yeah, it's a bit morbid, isn't it? Well, I mean, we spoke about, you know, death last week, so why not go there this week? Yeah, you're right, we did. <laughs> kind of a through line. So, George, did you, or have you ever, or do you, keep an actual bucket list, like, <laughs> written down? No, I don't, and I feel like I should, <laughs> but I definitely have a long list of things that are on it. Can you share some with us? Um, yeah, I mean, look, some are, like, super superficial. Um, yeah. And right. some are just like travel things I want to do. And look, I wrote down 11 things, but there would be, honestly, there'd be 150 if I really sat down to take my time with it. One of the things I really want to do is deliver a baby. Really? But not planned, like not a planned delivery, just like the baby's coming, Jordan, you got to step in. That I want to do that so bad. Are you kidding (laughs) me? No. Oh my God, that is the most (laughs) rogue thing. I never in a thousand years would have guessed that on your bucket list. I know. I just, I just think it would be such a magical thing. I mean, if you get to set your bucket list thing up, like I don't want it to be an emergency. I want everyone to be safe, but I just want me to be the only one there to do it. (laughs) What, What do you think, what do you think it will give you in that moment? a miracle <laughs> but but could you not just watch it like you have to deliver it yeah <laughs> oh my god I didn't know you were gonna react like this I thought <laughs> this was normal <laughs> famous last words I thought this was normal <laughs> it's so specific <laughs> I hope this for you I wish this for you it was more than the anything. first thing on my just so I could see how it all happens. (laughs) My list is so vanilla compared to your list. And you've only said one thing. Should I keep going? Please. Oh, my God, this is genius. (laughs) Okay, I want to do do a stand-up comedy routine that I've written to a very large auditorium of people. I'm imagining a Netflix special kind of like. This is what happens when one of your best friends, like, is so about dreaming big. Like, she really goes there. Um, I'm nervous to keep going. 
going. It's so great. Okay, I'd really like to trek Machu Picchu. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I didn't have that on mine, but I'm going to add it to the list. And you've said it to me before, so you're not just being I'm a not copycat. Just, I'm not, <laughs> definitely not copying that one. <laughs> um, I definitely, and, and soon, like really soon, and actually a friend of mine, Jordan, if you're listening, her and her boyfriend have just decided to do this next year. Um, I really want to travel around Australia. Yes. Specifically in a Winnebago. So a Winnebago is like one of those really big, luxurious camper vans. That's sick. That's really, yeah, really cool. that you try and win when you go to a caravan show. I mean, I haven't been to a caravan show in a while, but I've been to one in the past. Is there that why it's called a Winnebago? Winnebago. No, no. But <laughs> I want to win a Winnebago. Okay. Um, this is also a big one, guys. I'd like to, at some point in my life, go to... Just one of the top five awards ceremonies. So like the Oscars, the Golden Globes, the Emmys, the Grammys, or the Tonys. One of those. I love that for you because mine, one thing that I took off my bucket list recently was all I wanted was to go to the Logies. And I love that you're <laughs> the big ones. And I was like, can someone please get me to the Logies? Holly, <laughs> we will get you into the Logies. I promise. It's going to happen. Don't please, worry. Whoever's listening, just get me there. Um... I really would like a book on the New York Times bestsellers list. That's so doable. I feel like I could do that. Um, yeah. I'd really like to write a fiction book series. So not just one fiction book, but a series. So like the Twilight series or the Fifty Shades of Grey series or Harry Potter series, like something that is a series. Oh, my God. I That's love that I idea. Um. I'm nearly finished. I'm sorry. I feel like I've been hogging No, this. these are great. You've just made my day. Um, I really want to have my own podcast studio. This is an achievable <gasps> one. Yes. Podcast studio. And then from that, my own podcast network, which means I produce other people's podcasts. Oh, that is so doable. Um, I've got two more. One is, this is a little bit more achievable as well. I'd really like to be on the project. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with that show in terms of being on it, but I am. You'd be perfect. Being on the project is one thing, like maybe being interviewed for something on there, but I'd also like to host it. Yeah, why not? Be one of the hosts on the project. So that's yeah. that. And then my last thing is I'd really like to be in a movie. Like I don't have to be a main character. I just want to be like a something in a big on movie. The yeah. Maybe you could be delivering a baby in the movie. Yeah, maybe. Kill two birds. Yeah. So that's it. That's my list. Your list is so much better than mine. Mine no. is so vanilla. Oh, I'm sure it's not. We could spice it up. Put some chocolate okay. sprinkles on it. Go. Okay. Can you help sprinkle this one? Yeah. Meet Eminem. That's the first That's one. That's big. That's good. I think it's – I actually, like, I think about the potential of me living this life and not meeting him, and it, it makes me really upset. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that is my feature bucket list thing. Okay. I don't know how we're going to do it, guys. But It'll happen. Yeah, do you, I, I've what taken is he, myself to. What is he doing now, Hole? Like, what's his? I I can't tell you. I've stopped my kind of stalkerways. That was more Holly, like maybe eight years ago. But what I've done in the past is like go to his concerts on my own, line up by myself, go in mosh pits. Like I've I've tried like the semi groupy thing, but no, I haven't gone full out. That's not what I envisage for you. I don't okay. envisage a groupy meetup situation. Okay. I envisage your right time, right place, right person who introduces you and is like, hey, do you know my friend Holly? This is my mate, Marshall Mathers. (laughs) (laughs) 
and then I can rap with him. Like I would love if we want to go oh, like all wow. rapping. I want to rap with him. Do you know what I need to do? I've got my wedding speech rap on video file. Maybe I need to load. No, because then he'll think I'm like a bit too like fangirly. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I think it's safe to say he does it. Okay. Thank God. Okay. What's next? The next one is fly first class. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. It used to be business class, but ticked that off last year. Yeah. And so, and that was like the best experience. And I was like, how can first class be any better than this? I've never flown any other class than economy. I feel like really? such a pleb. Well, it was only the one time we splurged like for an eight hour leg back from Europe. We couldn't do the whole thing. And it was the first part of the leg. So then we had to go oh, into no. a economy. Like, it was the worst idea ever. But it was really an experience, so I would love that. Um, on with like going along with travel, Trenny and I have talked about when we start our family doing a stint living overseas somewhere, like oh. on an island or like Hawaii or Spain or the Italian coast and just doing like six months living and traveling and being a young family, like a really cool, hip, young travel family. That would be a vibe. <laughs> I don't know how, how cool I'll be, but, you know, all the other things. Um, write a book. And I was sitting with it because that's always been on my list. And I'm like, would it be fiction? Would it be nonfiction? Would it be my poetry? I don't really know. Just having something written would be really cool. Yeah. Wait, don't move on yet. I want to keep talking about it. Oh, please. What, what is it about having... What is it about having a book? Because what I love about this bucket list one, which in a way are intentions to manifest, right? Is it's not super specific. It's just sort of like a book of my writing. What it is doesn't really matter. But what is it about having the book? Something that lasts and outlives me. But it's my message and my energy and my essence captured that's what I think about like my papa my mum's dad wrote a lot of books and he's since passed but I've got all of his books and it's just so nice to have them yeah some of them were like scientific journals um I just want to leave a legacy in a way I think and a, a book capturing my essence in some way just feels really nice and I love writing and yeah the written word so it just kind of makes sense yeah you know yeah yeah so that's definitely there um tv presenter yeah (laughs) so when i was younger it was always hosting getaway putting travel and presenting combined what is it now dancing with the stars (laughs) i either want to host it or be on it but i need to be a star to be on it so i feel like probably hosting it would be more achievable. I've really given this thought. If you want to do both, I think you're going to have to be a contestant before you're a host because once you're a host, you could never be a contestant. That's actually a really good point. I would love to be a contestant. Maybe I could be a host on another show and then come in as a contestant on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. But then I'm limited by the Seven Network because they wouldn't bring a host from another network. Is it Channel Seven? Oh, uh, no, they do. Of course they <laughs> or do. do they? Yeah, they're, they're not all Channel Seven stars that are on there. Okay, okay. Well, I want to be on Dancing with the Stars as a star and I want to host something, preferably Dancing with the Stars, but beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> but if you could only pick one, which one would it be? TV presenter. Okay. Yeah. And the other one I have is become a mother. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's also on mine. I didn't know yeah. we would. 
I didn't know we were doing that. Are we gonna Are we gonna be sentimental in this? Or... Well, I just feel like it's not a bucket list thing. It's like a. It's like a you know. It's like a given. <laughs> it's just like part of life experience. Yeah, but yes, then yes, me too, for <laughs> sure. Add that to both of our lists. They're mind joy. Yeah, they're good. They're look. Uh, the likelihood of you ticking those off is a lot better than my list. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you. I think you've got it all coming. Oh, do you know what just landed in my head, actually? You know how you said appearing in a movie? I would love to appear on a musical, like a stage show. Oh. Musical theatre. So but be, I wouldn't have to be, be the star. Be in a musical. Yeah. Cool. But like, a, but like a big one, like not just like I did school musicals, not like local theatre, please. We're going Sydney Lyric Theatre here. And like what, be in the chorus line or something? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay. I come and watch you. Front row. Thank you so much. Because um, you get me a free ticket. Yeah, absolutely. Free tickets for all middle listeners. You just have to say <laughs> middle listener at the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about some of the things that you've already ticked off your bucket list. So things that you, yeah, have achieved that you're really stoked about. <laughs> well, do you know what? I actually hand wrote a bucket list when I was like 14. Really? I find it I've got it somewhere but I can remember a lot of the things that I've ticked off which were things like get my nose pierced tick (laughs) swim with dolphins tick like little things like that yeah okay but then when I was thinking about it last night was there were a few bigger pieces like I really 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 wanted to go to Disneyland like that was just like a thing and in one year I went to Disneyland in the States and Disneyland Paris in the same year. It was just like a random wow. heavy manifestation year. So that was really, really fun. First time I went with my friend Jess, second time I went with Trenny, and both of them were experiences that will last a lifetime. <laughs> Disneyland, guys, add it what, to bucket. What is it about Disneyland Hall? I've never, I'm... ever desired to go there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm just a Disney fanatic. So okay. for me, it was like being around the and being in the energy of like – all the characters, they're yeah. all dressed up and like there's Mickey and Minnie and like it wasn't really about the rides because the lines up for the rides are ridiculous. I'm, yeah. I'm not even really a roller coaster gal. It was more being there. You but know? it's a roller coaster well. <laughs> I wasn't a roller coaster gal, but I was in a roller coaster well. Um, <laughs> but like even going in the little, I forget what it's called, but it sings that, um, it's a small world yeah. after all. Like that was really cool. Okay. Um. Getting published in magazines was always something younger that I, when I was like, oh, I'd love to be in Cleo or Cosmo or, you know, and I've had a fair few of my articles published in those mags. So that has definitely been a bucket list of achievement. And it's funny because when I initially had that on the bucket list, it felt like this big unattainable thing, right? Usually when you write the bucket list, it's like these big things. So I don't know about you, George, but a lot of these achieved bucket list things kind of just happened in their own timeline rather than me having to force them to happen. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So that was definitely what happened with um, getting published in magazines. And then a couple of things that have, have been recent bucket list achievements, um, pro- becoming a professional model. Like, and I, I still feel hesitant when I say that, but it's like, no, I, I'm represented and I paid work and it's so weird me owning it because it's been a bucket list thing for a long time. So that is one of those. Um, and also running up my own business. I, I, that was a bucket list item where I was like, that will never happen. I could never do that. 
and having that be my main, like it's the only thing I do in terms of income and work, that's a, that's one I'm really proud of actually. That's my proud bucket list moment. That's awesome. You tick so many things off. I don't really have a long list of things. I mean, maybe you can remind me of some. I would um, definitely remind you. I think uh, writing a book, obviously, I never ever thought I would be able to do that and not even just about getting a book deal but actually the act of sitting down and writing one from start to finish twice Twice. blows my mind amazing um especially because I did attempt it at the age of 19 and couldn't do it and then I was like well I will never be able to do it (laughs) (laughs) classic George um another big one for me was going to India on my own Yes. Are you kidding? I went to India for a month on my own and it was hard AF, but it was definitely a bucket list ticker. It's amazing. Um, I think, again, uh, it's so funny. I've got this real thing about saying running my own business. I have to say working for myself because I just don't see a business model in what I do because there's so many different arms to it. Do you know what I I mean? I know. I totally understand what you're saying. Yes. I feel the same. I'll say to people, I run my own business. They go, Oh, what's your business? Totally. So working for myself, I've been doing it now since 2015. Um, There's been stints where I've done contract work where I've had to actually go into a space and work for other people, but the income's always been through my ABN. So working for myself, um, but to be able to do the move up to Byron um, and continue working for myself here and, you know, not have an issue with the flow of money at all has really been a big ticker for me. It's a huge thing. I feel like it's something that's on so many people's bucket lists. And maybe we talk about that in an upcoming ep, George, like diving more into how we got started in running our businesses, the peaks, the challenges and all those things. Yeah, it's a absolutely. Well, sure. I feel like you ticked a lot of people's bucket lists, like definitely one of my bucket list things last week when you were on live TV. Yeah, it's so funny. I've done so many interviews in my time. And I realized that I'd never done television until that point. And yeah, that that was a big tick. You're right. It's live. Like that's a live cross to a main, you know, network. Mm. Huge. Yeah, that was a big, that was a big tick. I would like to be in studio. That would be great. Yes. Yes. Eventually. You will. Um, And then the other thing, um, oh no, this is for the bucket list. Not that I've ticked off, but I wanted to say, I really would like to, work overseas even if it's just for six months yeah just having work in another country I that's like proper work would be great yes yeah no I feel that um but yeah I think that's all my major things that I've ticked off and also living in Byron Bay you kind of touch on that with your work thing but I feel like that deserves a thing on its own that's on so many people's bucket list at the moment George <laughs> yeah I guess it's just because I've, I've actually done it so many times I feel True. like I actually ticked it off at 19 but I ended up I ended up back here. You you did. Yeah. What about when you got your tattoo? Was that a bucket list thing? Absolutely not. And I look at it every day and I'm like, how do I get this off my foot? <laughs> <laughs> but wait, you know what else is something that wasn't on my bucket list, but that I'm really proud that I was able to tick off mm. is my level of um, self-awareness and independence. Yeah. I really, you know, there was a time in my 20s where I really struggled to 
feel capable of doing things on my own. Yes. And I'm really at a point in my life where I'm so beyond capable that I'd never worry about not being able to do anything anymore. Do you know what yes. I mean? And not yes. just day-to-day things that you need to do in your life, but like when I read that bucket list out to you, I mean, some of them were incredibly large, but there is still a part of me that thinks that all of them are 100% achievable. That's a, well, because they are really, that's the premise of a bucket list, right? It's, it's putting things down on paper in the hope and the wish and the faith that they'll happen yeah. and they likely will. I know it's, it's stay tuned. Watch this space guys. Watch this space guys. <laughs> what about some things that were on your bucket list that no longer are on your bucket list hole? Yeah. So when I was growing up, the biggest thing on my bucket list was I was going to become a famous actress. And I was going to be on Home and Away or one of those. And then I was going to go to LA and be movies. And then I was going to go to the Logies. <laughs> oh my God, I can't I, wait till you get to go to the Logies. But like, guys, let's start a campaign, get Holly to the Logies. Because seriously, it's not even like one of my friends, Teagues, hosted the Logies red carpet last year. And I was like, do you understand? what this means. Holly, do you want to be up for an award or you just want to be no, at the ceremony? I just want to get dressed up really beautifully and like be there. Oh my god. And do you know what? I came so close to it because when I was doing promo modeling, they used to do the Logies at the Crown in Melbourne and um, the Logie girls that would bring the trophies out were from the promo agency that I worked for, but they used all the Melbourne girls, not the Sydney girls. And every year I was like, guys, is it my time? And they're like, no, Holly, we got the Melbourne girls. Well, when I worked in magazines, Hole, my best friend and roommate at the time, Claire, she um, worked in the photography department at, at, at it was ACP back then, but Bauer now. And they used to get flown to the Logies because they would have to be sending the shots through to all the magazines as they came through so that they what? could get published in the next, well, it was Sunday and they came out on the Monday. So they were printing that night. Oh. Yeah. So she got to go to the Logies a few times. I just, uh, look, this is my specificities. If anyone who has any sway. Specificities. Those ones. <laughs> if anyone has any sway with the Logies, this is what I would like, please. I want to be able to walk the red <laughs> carpet. I want to be able to dress up really nice. I want to be able to sit at like, it doesn't really matter where I sit, I don't care. But I've got to get into an after party as well. Oh, of course. That I feel like it's a given, but I need to put it out there, you know? I feel like once you're at the Logies and you start chatting to people, you will get into the after parties. Yeah, I've done it before. It's been done. This <laughs> is okay. so exciting. Anything so, else? I mean, it's funny because I said that that was off my bucket list, but I think now it's back on. <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing that's off my bucket list is for ages I wanted to learn to drive manual. I just oh. feel like it's a good skill to have. Um, I've tried that many times with Trenny. He has the patience of a saint and I still end up angry at him. So I'm just, for the sake of our marriage, that one's off the list. (laughs) It's funny, you know, that's not something on my bucket list, but I do have a genuine fear and anxiety about not being able to drive manual. So just as I'm expecting to be in a situation where I have to deliver a baby, (laughs) I also very much envisage a situation that's an emergency where I need to be able to drive a manual car and I can't. And that freaks me out. So you, you can't drive manual either. Hey, no, maybe we should go and learn together. Yeah. I mean, my, I've had lots of people, mostly boyfriends, Mm. um, offered to teach me and it just hasn't gone well. It's not a good idea. Um, and then my brother offered to teach me. I don't know. I just, I feel like 
it's yeah we should go and do it like professionally whole yeah and maybe while we're at it do a defensive driving course i've heard they're really good too what's that oh haven't you heard of these so trent's done and he keeps saying oh you need to do it i'm like i'm too scared what basically they make you lose control of your car so you know how to correct it no so you've got it like one of the activities they get you to do is you're like fanging like 60 kilometers an hour and you're coming toward something and you're not allowed to hit the brakes until they blow the whistle so is it a is it a simulator or are you actually in a car no you're in a car so how do they do that with insurance and stuff I have no idea. Like, it's obviously safely done. You're not going to run into a wall. Like, but what it's if probably you did? Like a how are they going to? How are they going to control that? Oh, this is why I haven't done it. But, but apparently, it's something that everyone needs to do. Yeah, I would actually really like to do that. I just, I need to know about the safety of that because <laughs> I feel like there is room for people to flip cars. Yeah, seriously. Trent said, for the most part, what happens is people break way earlier than they give you the leeway to because you're just so scared. I have, you've been in a car that's been out of control, haven't you? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's terrifying. I have too. It's absolutely terrifying. And the truth is, you don't know what to do at the time. I have, I have no, no idea what I was doing. No, you're fro- you were frozen in that moment. I remember I just let the car do what it was doing. I just Same. stopped doing everything. And also, it felt it was about three seconds, and it felt like ninety seconds. The slowest mo yeah. moment ever. <laughs> I remember being in a Taylor Swift was playing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He was stay, and I was like, "That's only the only line that went." But why does this feel so slow mo? Am I in space? <laughs> it was weird. That is so funny. How about you? What are some that are off the list? I always wanted to be a weather girl. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I have no desire to do that anymore. Um, I don't really know, to be honest with you. I feel like I've had pretty much the same dreams my whole life. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. really boring, but I, I don't feel like I've gone off path much at all. So um, great, you're north and south mode. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I also wanted to be an actress. I went to a performing arts school, mm. um, and it's really weird that I don't act anymore. Like, that's just such a strange thing for me because it just felt so intrinsic. Yeah. Um. And also, you know, I also wanted to be a dancer as well, and I don't dance anymore. So, yeah, I guess those sorts of things have kind of shifted. Um, you could be on Dancing with the Stars too. Yeah, I could. I could definitely be. And I would love it. I would just love having to go to rehearsals every yes. day and, like, get really good at it and then get yes. dressed up and then perform. I mean, I Everything about I fucking it. love it. Yeah. Fucking love it if you're listening, casting agents for Dancing with the Stars. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. I, I did try and take the time this morning to think of some of the things that have, oh, well, another thing I guess is, you know, a, cooking was a huge part of my life yeah. and I all, I've written a million cookbooks for other people. I really wanted to have a cookbook that had my name on it. That desire has completely gone. I mean, no way. Not even, no way. not even a thing anymore. You've got so many talents and skills. It's such a vibe. It's so lame. <laughs> no, it's the coolest. I've written so many cookbooks to so many people. It's like, oh, my God, I could never, ever say that. <laughs> I just have my measly cooking with coconut one, which still sometimes gets followers. And I'm like, I don't even follow it anymore, guys. That what are we doing? so fucking weird. Oh, my God, that's so good. All right. I feel like that was really great. So, everyone, we would love to hear um, what's on your bucket list. 
And if there's anything that you're super proud of that you've ticked off, let us know in the Facebook group. Can't wait to hear. I am loving surprise recos. Like just the tiny little thrill I get not knowing what you're about to say as a control freak is actually quite stimulating. I'm quite You should see the hand gestures Jordan's (laughs) doing right now when she says tiny little thrill. She's like Mr. Burnsing. She's going (laughs) a tiny little thrill. So what is your record this week, Holt? Well, this is one where you're going to be like, I can't believe you haven't been telling me you've been doing this because (gasps) it's been, yeah, it's been something that I've been doing for about three weeks now and I will never go back. Is this like a secret thing you've been doing? Well, secret to you because I knew it was going to be a reco eventually. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's not like I'm hiding it from people. Um, it's come out, guys. <laughs> I'm using a gua sha. Sha. Well, I looked up the pronunciation and it's a torn between gua sha and gua sa. So oh. you guys know what I'm referring to, right? Yeah, Though it's like, I've never heard it pronounced as gua sa. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm like, did I get it wrong? But no. I wrong. Is that Japanese? Is that a ja- is that the Japanese? Is it yes. Japanese? I, oh, God. I don't need let's, – let's not quote – don't quote us here, guys. I just looked up the pronunciation Google tool, and it was like, guasa. Oh, no, so, maybe it is guasa. Yeah. I think I've only ever read it. Yeah. That's why I wanted to make sure it was right, because for some reason I thought guasha sounded wrong. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, it is the facial tool made of crystal that you use on your face to promote lymphatic drainage, boost collagen, stimulate the blood flow. And precursor, I did receive this from a skincare brand that I work closely with, Taylor Skin. They're based in New Zealand, small beers. We love them. Um, this guasha, guasa, I don't know if you can tell with my skin, Jord, but it is plumper than usual. Trent made a comment yesterday. He was like, what have you been doing differently with your skin? And I said, I've been using this tool. And at first I was sus of it, and that's why I gave it a week. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to reco this because I'll see. Obsessed. Every morning, I leave mine in the fridge. I don't know if you meant yeah. to do that. No, you I are. Think, yeah. Yeah. And then I use a facial oil and just go – the tool that I use comes with what directions. So you go your brow bones, you go your cheekbones, your chin, your neck – and it is also super relaxing. It's super kind of like, relaxing. Yeah, yeah. You know the pain that you get from like a Shakti mat? It's mm. kind of that. It's not It's not spiky pain, but some parts it does feel quite tense. And that's yeah. how you know it's doing the work. Yeah. That's where there's blockages in the lymphatic. It's yeah. funny. I've got one in the bathroom and I, I just rarely use it. I think I sort of used it at first and then I was like, does this even do anything? Yeah. So it just sits there next to my jade roller. I reckon start using it again and notice the difference. I've definitely noticed the difference in my skin. Yeah, your skin does look plump. Even um, little marks that I've had from, like, picking my skin in the past, they've they've slowly gone away. I don't know if it has anything to do with that. Probably. They have. That's amazing. I love that. So I highly recommend getting the tool. The tool I use is from Taylor Skin, and I will say that if you use Holly on checkout, you get a discount. So that's fine as well. But make sure you spell Holly H-O-L-L-I-E. Yeah, none of this Y shit. (laughs) So, (laughs) Joe, what's your reco? Well, my reco is a food reco. I haven't done one in a while, so I'm excited to bring the food recos back. Um, So Panna, who make beautiful chocolate and make beautiful tubs of ice cream, have now got a new range of Panna ice cream sticks. So they used to have the mint the mint chalk ones, yep. but they've just put out a range in Woolworths, which is so fun, 
Um, one is called Panna Almond Sticks. So it's like an almond magnum. Oh and God. one is uh, Double Chock, I think. I haven't tried the Double Chock. I got the almond sticks the other night when a girlfriend was coming over for dinner. It is better than an almond magnum. Stop it. They honestly, the ice cream, so it's dairy free. The ice cream was just so creamy and beautiful. And the chocolate snap on the outside. So it's their milk chocolate MYLK. So not that dark panner. But it was really nice to have the almond slivers and the milk chocolate on the outside. It really tasted like a much better version of an almond magnum. My mouth is watering and I'm going to get some as a weekend treat. But you know what's kind of irritating? I mean, unless you have three people in the house, they come in a three pack. Oh, yeah. So it's like if you and Trini get a pack of them, it's like Trini gets two and you get one. Yeah, that's (laughs) not fair. Can I say something controversial about Panna? Are we going to get sued by them? No, not at all. okay. I reckon they nail ice cream more than their chocolate bars. Oh, I disagree with you. Really? I think Panna Chocolate, I'm actually going to go as far as to say it's my favorite. And I know I love Loco Love. If anyone's listening, I still love it. It's still great. But I just love the texture of Panna Chocolate. It's a very dense texture. Yeah, and it's kind of soft and velvety. It's velvety. Yeah, I think that's what deters me. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. It's okay because I love the ice cream. Jordana Levine. Yeah. There are many famous Chrises in the world. <laughs> yeah. Let's rally a few off. Okay. Chris Evans. Chris Pine. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. I think they were the ones in the um, poll that this woman asked people to vote on on Twitter. And poor Chris Pratt got thrown under the bus. Poor Chris Pratt was voted the most, the least favourite of all famous Chrises. Yeah. So we're doing him a solid and guessing his natal chart today. Yeah. <laughs> Jordana, over to you. (laughs) Um, I really like Chris Pratt. Um, I feel like I I used to be a big Parks and Recreation fan back in the day. And that was when Chris was a little bit goofy, a little bit overweight. He was not the sex symbol he is today. So sexy. Um, I really enjoyed watching him in the Jurassic Park movies. Mm -hmm. Um, I did invest in Chris Pratt and Anna Faris's love affair. And then when they got divorced, I was like, what is going on here? That's right. Um, But then he married Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. And he's very, very, very Christian, which is also fine. Um, But I'm just trying to paint a picture of him here. Yes. Yes. So he's an actor. Mm. Um, But in saying that, I'm not getting I'm not really getting fire. Is that Rule accurate? Out fire. Rule out That's fire. That's right. Okay. Um I'm getting strong oh, I don't know if I want to I'm getting strong Taurus vibes. Is there a Taurus placement? Yes, there is. Great. Okay. Oh, what was that? It was Archie. Oh, my God. Is he all right? It's just a cough. Oh, God. My my headphones, like, blew up in my ear. (laughs) He's got the black lung. No, he's fine. Um, Carry on. 
I'm getting a bit of a larrikin vibe off him. And the larrikin signs, I think there is probably a few of them. Well, I would put Leo as a larrikin sign, but he hasn't got fire, so I'm going to rule that out. And then another larrikin sign would probably be Gemini. And then the other one, I'm kind of leaning towards like, oh no, because that's fire as well. I was going to say Aries. All right, I'm going to go Gemini then. Has he got a Gemini placement? He does. Oh, you were right. You're getting the signs, not just the fucking elements. Okay, I might try and place those two. Then I can work out what the last one is. Okay. I'm kind of seeing his Taurus. So is his Taurus rising? No. Oh, okay. Is his Gemini rising? No. Oh, okay. So the rising's what I've got to guess. you got to guess the rising. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, is his sun in Gemini? Yes. Okay, and his moon's in Taurus. Yes. Interesting. You're seeing his soul, girl. I don't know what his rising is then. Mm. Interesting. Uh, is it earth? No. Is it water? Yeah. He can be quite serious for a larrikin. But he's also very a family man and he's got strong Christian values, which is making me lean a little bit towards cancer. Is it cancer? No. Oh. All right. Well, I don't see Pisces, so I'm going to go Scorpio. Scorpio rising. Wow. Yeah. He's like Leah messed up. Oh, my God. He is. Like rearranged. Oh, my God. He's literally Leah. He, he's literally Leah. Just flip two. Yeah. There you go, Leah. Can, can, I, keep, can I keep going? What else yeah, have you please. got? Venus. I've got his Mercury. Got Mercury. Got, I've said that three times. Mercury. <laughs> Mercury in, oh, wait. So he's a Gemini. So his Mercury is either going to be in Gemini, Cancer, or Taurus. Um, I would say Mercury in Gemini. No. Oh. Taurus. No. Cancer. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, but there is another Gemini placement and another Taurus placement. Oh, okay. So are his Venus and Mars of that variety? Gemini yes. or Taurus. Okay. I'm going to go rogue and say that his Venus is in Gemini. It is. Okay. So his Mars is in Taurus. It is. I love that for him. Mm-hmm. I very much get those Taurus Gemini vibes. That's really cool. Good yeah. on you, Chrissy Pratt. Go, wait, you are our favourite of the Chris's. I mean, you're not my favourite. My favourite's Chris Evans, but you've come in close. Yep, yeah, look, I don't know enough about the Chris's, so, you know, you're, you're good. I you're love good. them all. I couldn't choose. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine. I mean, they're all great. <laughs> Christmas! <laughs> As we were chatting at the beginning of the app, we were saying that moon signs are the new sun signs. Oh, yeah. And you cannot judge a, a suitor we're talking romantic or otherwise by their son anymore Jordan. it's just not a thing it's just not what the cool kids are doing it's like not judging a book by its cover you cannot judge a person by their son 
Yeah, and we've said in past episodes that you've got to look at the whole natal chart. But what Jordan and I were chatting before we jumped on the app about was you're likely going to have more of more success looking at their moon. Is that how it works, John? Yeah, I think so. Actually, the reason I wanted to talk about this was because um, Look Up the Stars Astro, which is one of our favorite astrology accounts, um, she raised this question because she put out a poll or something about what people look for when they're looking for a potential match. And most majority of people said their sun sign and very few people, I think it was 80% said they didn't look at the moon. The reason I think the moon is so important is because it is that emotional read of someone, right? And I think in relationships, unless you're having very superficial surface level physical relationships, if you really want to get into a deep relationship with someone, there's got to be an emotional understanding of someone. Totally. I agree. I think a lot about... Um, a lot of my friends who are sun signs that aren't particularly my cup of tea, cup of tea. Um, and then I just love and connect with them so deeply. And I think it has a lot more to do with their moon and definitely their rising as well. I think the rising is also interesting here. I don't think it plays into long term in a relationship, yes. but it plays into attraction, right? That's exactly what I was going to say, George. I feel that the rising sign is that initial attraction, that spark of curiosity and that like, oh, you're interesting to me, Mm. but the interest in someone isn't long-term relationship material, right? Absolutely. It's their soul. It's what is going on beneath all of the attraction. What is going on in your heart, in your essence? And the other thing I, I find interesting is, We've had this chat before, Jord. The more that we do the work in terms of like inverted commas work, personal development and evolving ourselves, the more we recognize ourselves as our moon sign. So if you're calling in someone who's also or you're wanting to be with someone who's also kind of doing their own work on themselves and their limiting beliefs and their childhood and all that stuff, all that messy stuff, they're likely going to be more their moon than their sun. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so funny. Like I want you to think about your moon Libra, Mm. and on an emotional level within your relationship, how Mm. that plays out. So much. So, so for me, like peacekeeper, I don't want to rock the boat, but I will this is where all the other elements of the chart do obviously come in, but I will always say what I think is fair and right. Yeah, Um, that's Libra, that's justice. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, And I do love to keep like a beautiful home and I like, I was reading Trent Poetry the other week and he's like, why are you doing this? And I was like, (laughs) because it's really beautiful. Like it's Atticus, what do you mean? (laughs) So those sorts of things, absolutely. Um, What else would be Libran in relationship? Well, I mean, love is an important oh, thing for you. Yes, um, and and being being in a couple, like being in a relationship, exactly, and being in it for the long term, long haul. That loyalty, uh, yeah, absolutely. Companionship is clearly playing out for me. So I haven't actually looked at that before. It's a really good question, George. Yeah, I mean, How? look, like we said 
in previous episodes, you know, like when you're looking at relationship compatibility, of course it's bigger than just your moon. Your Venus and your Mars are going to play into it as well. And your Mercury because you've got to communicate in a relationship. But just for this emotional connection piece and someone understanding you on an emotional level, I think it's really interesting. For me, I am a Virgo moon and I feel... It's so funny because I think the rest of my chart is so much more dominant to the outsider than my Virgo. But for me in a relationship, it's someone understanding that details matter and understanding that planning and scheduling and having future plans is an important thing for me. Yes. Um, And it doesn't come from needing to be in control. It's just like, it's, it's just a really simple thing that can really put me at ease. You know? Totally. No, that makes total sense. It's yeah. not, yeah, it, I, I, exactly what you were saying. It's not me needing to be in control. It's just something that matters to me. Yeah. And I think that's what the moon is, right? It's like, these are the things that matter most to me. And if you can see that and hold that for me, then we're going to have a beautiful connection. Yeah. I think the other side of Virgo is this um, need to be of service to others. I really mm-hmm. like to be of service to my partner Mm. and I feel like some partners I've had in the past not not a lot of them like most of them have enjoyed me doing all the things for them um but sometimes sometimes they don't you know and I think someone who's okay with things being done and being helped and advice being given and then that's okay because that's part of my natural you know my nature it's in your nature yeah I'm thinking of Trenny's Pisces moon and how that plays out as a benefit in the relationship and something that I just appreciate so much about him and it is his Pisces is I am I, I am quite erratic emotionally. Like I can go from like real highs to like in tears and anytime I'm having an emotional breakdown where I'm crying or whatever, he really, really honours and respects that and holds space and he's never, ever once gaslit me for my emotions. He's always been like, yes feel them, express them. I'm here. And I'm like, Oh God bless you, Pisces moon, because I know that that's, um, that can be a rarity in relationships. So it's one thing that I'm very grateful for with his Pisces moon. That's for sure. So I guess now it's about going, okay, well, how, I mean, it goes back to this old, you've got to ask someone their birth time to find out their moon sign. Yeah. Um, so I'm just kind of hoping that it starts to become a very, normal part of everyday communication you know i agree what do you do for a living you know do you have brothers and sisters what time were you born yes it's it's not far off george no i don't think so i don't think it is i do have a new rule for myself that i'm not looking at someone's natal chart in the first few weeks or months of dating them I think that that's a good idea because, yeah, otherwise we know what we do. We make judgment calls and that's not fair. And also I just know too much, you know, like I know too much. I can see all the houses. I can see all the aspects. You know, I know their future and it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. This is an unfair advantage. Yeah, and you know their weaknesses. You know their karmic lessons like it's too much yeah I agree I agree with that I feel like the new question though instead of what's your birth time is do you have co-star and then going from there and if they don't 
explaining, but definitely not in the first few months of getting to know someone. But also just on that whole, because I think this is really important and maybe people don't understand. With CoStar, and I have mentioned it on here before, but I just want to say it again. With CoStar, you know, they do a compatibility thing. Yes. And it's like smiley face, neutral face, frowny face. Sad face. What they're doing with that is they're purely matching your sun with their sun, your moon with their moon, your rising with their rising. There's no cross-contamination. So it's really... When I say really not accurate, I mean like it's definitely not an accurate portrayal of compatibility. So don't look at the compatibility on CoStar and think, oh, I'm not compatible with that person because they're only... They're only judging across planets. They're not That's doing anything. That's such a any, good point. It's else. a good reminder. Yeah, you yeah. gotta you gotta get a compatibility chart. Read. I've been thinking of actually doing that for me and Trini. I think that's probably the next thing to do on the the old natal chart list. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. It'd be really fun. You've been listening to the middle with your host Holly Azapati and Jordana Levine. We've only got three episodes left. If you missed the big announcement last week. The Middle is wrapping up after this season. But we are going to keep our Facebook group open. You can search The Middle Podcast on Facebook, uh, Facebook on Facebook, and that will pop up. Or follow us on Instagram at the underscore middle underscore podcast. Until next week.